Hello, this is Brent Bowden, and I welcome you to another enlightening episode of the Physician's Financial Checkup. We are ready to take your wealth accumulation to the next level. In episode 37, we're going to dive into the world of alternative Roth strategies. We're going to unlock the secrets of tax-free or favorably taxed wealth accumulation. We're going to discover unconventional yet powerful strategies that can redefine your financial landscape. So from unique Roth approaches to wealth accumulation techniques that are designed for maximum tax efficiency, we've got some insider knowledge that you've been looking for. So don't miss this episode on the financial insights that could transform your wealth journey. Subscribe now and join us on episode 37 of the Physician's Financial Checkup. Let's make your financial dreams a reality. Welcome to the Physician's Financial Checkup Podcast, where we discuss the financial challenges and opportunities facing medical professionals. In this podcast, we'll discuss a variety of financial topics that are important to physicians, such as retirement planning, investing, and estate planning. We will also interview experts in the financial services industry to get their insights on these topics. If you're a physician or a spouse of a physician, I encourage you to listen to this podcast. We will provide you with the information you need to make sound financial decisions and achieve your financial goals. Here's your host, Brent Bowden, a financial coach and certified financial planning advisor with over 15 years of experience helping medical professionals achieve their financial goals. To learn more about Brent Bowden and his services, visit brentbowden.com. Certified Financial Planner here from the Physician's Financial Checkup Podcast. Are you planning your financial journey or do you have burning questions, specific topics even that you'd like us to discuss or cover here on our show? We're here for you. Simply reach out via email, brent at brentbowden.com and your questions could shape future episodes. They may provide valuable insights for our entire community. And for more financial wisdom, Subscribe to the Physician's Financial Checkup as we help you on your journey to financial freedom. Hello, welcome back to the Physician's Financial Checkup. I'm your host, Brent Bowden, and today we are going to get into an exciting episode tailored for our high net worth medical professionals. We're going to talk about alternative strategies for tax-free savings or tax-favored savings to help supercharge your retirement and achieve your financial goals. So let's dive right in. So. First of all, let's talk about why we even look at the tax-free advantage. So we all know that uh, tax efficiency is super important. Well, there are alternative ways that go beyond the conventional Roth IRA uh, to be able to, to really get those steps in reach that you're looking for. So on our first stop, I really want to talk about how it makes a profound effect uh, on your wealth accumulation. So obviously, there's pros and cons to every investment choice, every type of uh, strategy, you just have to know what they are and see if they fit in your financial picture. And so utilizing uh, a Roth IRA or uh, even a, a 403B Roth or a 401k Roth really has some huge advantages. You can grow money that you have put into that or contributed to it on a, a tax-free basis. And at some point in the future, when that nest egg is larger, be able to remove it tax-free as well. Uh, it oftentimes gives you more flexibility in withdrawals. And we're not talking about a specific version, just tax-free or tax-advantaged accounts in general. Uh, typically has a little bit more flexibility. You know, Roth IRAs, for example, uh, can be used for first-time home purchases. Uh, as long as it's been in there, you know, 
five plus years. So there's some some different things that can help you on that accumulation. But the nice thing is when you take money out of it, you're not paying taxes. Uh, and so in the future, if we believe that higher tax rates are going to be upon us at some point, it may be a good way to, to save some money additionally right now. Now, our traditional versions of uh, tax-free or, or tax-favored accounts like Roth IRAs have some contribution limits. There's also some eligibility. If you make too much, you can't put into a standard Roth. And so those are some detractors from that. The other one that I would say is if you feel like you're going to be in a lower tax bracket during retirement, then a Roth may not be for you. Uh, it is certainly going to be for somebody who feels like they're they're going to be having significant income even in retirement. And so if that's you, let's keep going. Let's talk about a couple other ways that we can look at some tax-free or tax-favored uh, accounts. So I know I've talked about this before, but health savings accounts are probably one of my favorite tools that people don't utilize often enough. It's a really powerful tax-free arsenal savings account that you can use for lots of different things uh, and making sure that you're maximizing the benefits of an HSA for both healthcare expenses and retirement savings uh, is often a win that goes unnoticed or, or unused. So let's talk about a couple of the things that are great about HSAs. First of all, they are triple tax advantage. So your contributions go in pre-tax, any growth. And so if you've got a large enough HSA account, you can start even investing in a lot of those, but any growth is tax-free. And then your withdrawals, obviously within some limits and, and on certain uh, either healthcare expenses or during retirement, it kind of works like a, a Roth IRA. The withdrawals can be tax advantage or tax free even. So that's an amazing feature from an HSA that you can put away. If you're maximizing that and not using it on an annual basis, uh, there's a lot of growth that can happen over 10, 20, 30 years in an HSA. And so it's one of my favorite tools to utilize that doesn't get often. Uh, utilized until somebody's in a higher net worth uh, tax bracket. Now, it's also portable, so you can take it anywhere you want. We talked about the fact that you can invest it, and so that's a, a big advantage. It is not a use it or lose it every year situation, so a lot of FSAs are that way. Where you may have a little bit of time the next year to be able to utilize it, but at some point you have to, to use all those funds. Uh, that is not the case in an HSA. Now, downsides. There's obviously limited contributions, whether an individual or a family, there's a set amount of contribution uh, that can be there. And if you need uh, health insurance that has deductibles, um, you know, like a, a PPO type plan, this is not going to be available for you because you have to have a high deductible health plan to be able to access that HSA. But if you use a high deductible plan, it is a fantastic method for you to put away extra savings pre-tax, like grow tax-free, and then take it out tax-free as well. So that's a big one, and we definitely like to recommend it. So moving on to our standard Roth IRAs, uh, and also a little bit, we'll talk about mega backdoor Roths. Um, Roth IRAs you're probably familiar with. Uh, you can maybe have heard about the mega backdoor Roth IRA, uh, but it's a lesser-known strategy. And so it is one that we utilize quite a bit for high income earners because you can contribute beyond your traditional limits and it really can be a game changer for those to boost their tax-free retirement savings. So let's talk a little bit about how one of those works. Uh, you know, you have potential 
for large contributions within a mega backdoor uh, Roth IRA that could be up to $76,500 in 2024. That is a huge number. Uh, and so being able to utilize this strategy obviously takes some planning, something we definitely recommend you talk with your CPA, talk with your financial advisor, make sure that you're doing it the right way so that you can put that 76500 away into a, a mega backdoor Roth. Now, nice things uh, too is it allows for tax-free withdrawals when you're in retirement. So those monies, especially if you can do that over 10 or 15 years, that's a, a huge number into a Roth IRA that you wouldn't have been able to necessarily get any other way um, without paying, obviously, a lot of tax on getting it in there. And then there's no RMDs, so you don't have to worry about the new rules of when do I have to take money out? Just let it continue uh, as long as you need or take it out when you're eligible for it. And it gives you some additional income on a tax-free basis. So utilizing Roth IRA where you can or Roth 403B, 401Ks when you can, but then even being able to kind of juice that up and, and do a mega backdoor uh, Roth IRA is a huge advantage. Now, there are some things we have to watch out for. Uh, income limits within the, that standard Roth IRA we've already talked about. The nice thing is there's no income limitations on Roth 403B or 401K, just that you have that option available through your employer. And some of the rules get a little bit complex uh, about the mega backdoor Roth, um, including that some 401Ks do not allow uh, the conversion that, that make it possible. So you have to know both your plan rules uh, and eligibility to be able to do that. So we'll have a, a future episode that's going to go into a lot of detail and, and talk more about the mega backdoor Roth because it is a favorite planning tool of mine. Uh, but that's just scratching the surface on some options for you. Now, another one we utilize quite a bit, especially in advanced uh, planning for clients, is cash value life insurance. And, and everybody says life insurance you know, is an expensive way to do it. While it does have some expenses to it over a long period of time, those expenses are actually probably what a financial advisor charges, sometimes even less. Uh, and life insurance as a vehicle has some really nice tax advantage savings built into them. And so that's why a cash value life insurance policy has been able to be utilized for uh, more than just what you would consider a safety net. It can really have some unique features and, and play a pivotal role in your, your long-term financial strategy. So obviously, one of the things within life insurance that we like is there is tax-deferred growth. And so very similar to a Roth IRA, any cash value that's in there grows, is not taxed in the, in the year that it's done and can potentially not be taxed at all. And so that's a great way to be able to put away additional dollars on a, a tax-deferred and potentially tax-free basis. It also gives you access to cash value, uh, so you can borrow back basically from yourself in a life insurance policy. So it gives you that instant access. You may not have to have as large an emergency fund if that's the case. Obviously, if something happens to you, it is a safety net. It has a death benefit that goes to your beneficiaries, structured correctly, tax-free. So that's a huge benefit. Now, there are downsides to utilizing life insurance, and premium costs tend to be one of those. A lot of uh, insurance policies, if they're designed correctly, are front end loaded with the costs. And so when you hit that point where you're hitting 15, 20 years with a life insurance policy, which if you're, you're buying a cash value life policy, is probably designed to be there forever, uh, those premium costs really have gotten down to almost nothing. Now, understanding some of those fees and how those policy works 
do take somebody that has some expertise in it. And so you're not going to go to your standard property and casualty life agent to be able to, to find anything like this. Uh, you really definitely need to know who's designing it. Make sure you have an experienced team that's working with you on it. And I'd say that's the third thing as a, this is not something that everybody talks about or, or is even uh, probably a standard practice even for a lot of high net worth financial planners. So having somebody that has gone through it, has worked through how these uh, work and the levers that you need to pull within the life insurance company and to be able to get that policy to work in your favor is a huge advantage. And so make sure that you're talking with a professional that is familiar with what I always call a life insurance retirement plan. Uh, there's some more information about that in our in the book, but certainly is a good thing to, to know about. If you utilize it correctly, though, has a huge value and benefit, non-reportable tax-free income that can be used out of a life insurance policy uh, and something that we definitely look at for high net worth clients. Thanks for listening to the Physicians Financial Checkup podcast with me, your host, Brent Bowden, certified financial planner for over 15 years, helping physicians on their financial journey to financial freedom. If you like the actionable strategies and tips that we've shared here on the podcast, subscribe now. And for even more guidance, you can pick up the Physicians Financial Checkup book, available now in print, ebook, and audiobook. Look forward to helping you on your journey to financial freedom. Now, some other tax advantaged uh, possibilities that are out there. Real estate investment has some fantastic tax benefits. Um, many of you probably know that and utilize some real estate ventures for some tax appreciation, some um, tax depreciation benefits on your annual taxes. Um, so one of the things that we talk about a lot with high net worth audiences, diversifying your portfolio and real estate can be a really lucrative version of being able to do that. So along with the diversification comes also attractive tax benefits. So some of those pros are things that we look at uh, for our high net worth clients. So obviously you have some appreciation potential. Um, you can buy other properties down the road using uh, 1031 exchanges, for example, that allow you to kind of kick the can from a tax perspective on down. A lot of times you're going to receive some rental income. So additional income from those investments are great. And then you've also got obviously the tax deductions like mortgage interest depreciation that can be uh, some additional advantages. So on that tax advantage side, real estate definitely is one of the ones that we look at. Now, there are a couple of drawbacks. One, market fluctuations. Uh, you know, Real estate tends to go up over time because your long-term horizon is there. It may not be a bad place to park some additional funds. Um, and then the other one that I, I run into a lot is just property management challenges. So if you're managing properties yourself, you may not have the time to do it the way you want. So there's additional costs either in hiring somebody to do that or if you utilize uh, some funds. And we've had a couple of episodes in the past that talk a little bit about investing in real estate uh, through through some funds. So certainly check those out. Can give you some additional benefits there. The last one I want to talk about, uh, we're going to go kind of quick through some pros and cons from a being able to leverage a the tax advantage efficiencies within a brokerage account. So we're not going to talk about any specific uh, types of funds or ETFs or stocks or any of the number of things that you can do. But working with an advisor, especially to know which tax efficiencies they're utilizing, can give you some, some basic pros and cons. So let's go through some of the list of what you should be looking at 
when you're looking at investments within a non-qualified or non-retirement brokerage account uh, that can really be able to help long-term. So one is the asset location. So picking a tax-efficient asset location is huge. So when you're utilizing a brokerage account, there's municipal bonds that you may want to have in that brokerage. Uh, whereas some of your inefficient assets you may want to have in a retirement account. It's going to help to generate interest income on a tax-efficient basis. Utilizing those municipal bonds um, can be a great place for it. Now, sometimes holding equities, if you're going to hold those for a really long time, they may have capital gains tax implications when you take them out, as long as it's long-term. Uh, they could be in a 0, 15, or 20% tax bracket, which may be lower than what you hold now. And so holding those equities in uh, a brokerage account can be a great place. A lot of the funds uh, are less tax efficient, and holding those in your Roth IRA is a better choice. So that's just one place is just asset location. Knowing which assets to hold in what type of account for the long term can be helpful. Another is tax loss harvesting. So by buying and selling at the right time, you can offset some capital gains. Selling an asset that is at a loss, coupling that with something that's potentially at a gain, and reducing that taxable income. Uh, a lot of advisors do that maybe once or twice a year. I really recommend that that's an ongoing discussion so that you make sure that as one investment has a loss and you're wanting to get rid of it anyway, maybe selling something off that can offset uh, with some gains is a good strategy to have. Now, we talked a little bit about this in the uh, asset location side. So buy and hold strategies are huge. If you're going to buy uh, an equity, let's just use Apple as an example. Uh, maybe I'm going to go out and buy it and I want to keep that for the long term, right? And so being able to get past a year and a day will allow you to have long-term capital gains. Whereas if you're buying and selling, uh, let's say, penny stocks, things that are cost less than a, a dollar, is doing those are going to have short-term capital gains, which are taxed at your tax rate. So doing those in an IRA may be a more efficient place to do them than doing it in your brokerage account. And so just knowing which stocks you're going to buy and hold long-term is huge. Uh, Another strategy you want to make sure you're aware of is qualified dividend stocks. So investing in stocks that pay dividends that are taxed at lower rates is a good place to, to have in a brokerage account. A lot of times blue chip stocks uh, pay qualified dividends, and so they can provide some income streams on a tax efficient basis. And then there are some tax efficient uh, mutual funds or ETFs that have lower capital gain distributions. Um, if you're going to have those types of funds within your brokerage account, just knowing which ones generate fewer capital gains is a, is a huge benefit. So obviously, the brokerage account has a lot of moving parts. Uh, and so if you're doing that on your own, just make sure that you're paying attention to those kind of five things. Um, a brokerage account is a good place to be able to park additional funds that you have access to at any point. And so we like utilizing that for some extra cash on the side, uh, whether that's for a future home purchase, future real estate, if you're just wanting to have excess cash that you can get to at any point, or adding that up for additional uh, future retirement. So lots of great places that you can use brokerage accounts as part of your portfolio from a tax advantage or tax-free basis down the road. Just knowing how to utilize it the best is helpful. A couple of the pros that we really like from it, 
you can have reduced tax liability if you do it right. You can have enhanced compound growth if you pick the right uh, investments to have over a long period of time. And then you also have a lot of flexibility and control within a brokerage account. So it gives you a lot of positives that you can do. Now, the downside of that is obviously it's a little complex to know which tax efficient strategies can help you in the long-term planning, and you want to monitor those over time. And so knowing what those might be can be helpful. Opportunity cost, another one. Uh, tax loss harvesting you know, is something you kind of have to do when it's available. It doesn't always show itself in the market. And so knowing how to do that and when to do it can make a huge uh, difference. Obviously, market conditions on a brokerage account, things go up and down over time. And so knowing uh, what your gain and losses are going to be in different market conditions, what affects the market is a, is a huge benefit if you're doing that on your own. And then obviously your personal financial situation uh, comes into play a lot. So if you've got excess funds that you can kind of play with, uh, you're wanting to grow over time, that's something that you need to put in there and get back out in six months. Then obviously using a brokerage accounts may be a good place for it. So there's a lot of different ideas from a tax-free or tax advantage uh, account basis that we, we look at for clients. Those are just a couple surface level ones that we want to talk about. And so as we wrap up, you know, exploring those alternative ways to really help uh, high net worth medical professionals understand which ones might fit for them can be a, a huge advantage to building that long-term retirement account. And so always, if you have questions, reach out to us. And remember, everybody's financial journey is unique. So finding that right mix of strategies is a big key in the long-term success you have. If you've got additional questions or would prefer to have personalized advice for you, feel free to reach out to me. And until next time, this is Brent Bowden signing off for the Physician's Financial Checkup. Glad to help you on your journey to financial freedom. Thank you for listening to the Physician Financial Checkup Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. You can also find more information on brentbowden.com. The information contained in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as financial advice. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of any other individual or organization. You should carefully consider your investment objectives, risk tolerance, and time horizon before making any investment decisions. If you are seeking financial advice, you should consult with a qualified financial advisor who can assess your individual circumstances and needs.